the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, this station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. I want to welcome you to another Monday edition of Lifeline. So glad to be in the house with you. Glad to have you joining me on this February 27th, 2023. The number to reach me is one 367 3675329 to engage in our constitutional right of freedom of speech and uh, freedom of responsibility, freedom of information, freedom of truth, freedom of discourse, freedom of dialogue, freedom of uh, debate, discussion, everything that constitutes a real scientific endeavor to get at the truth. You remember what our master said, if you are my disciples, you will continue in my word And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's a process of truth seeking that men and women who love liberty are engaged in because our world is constantly lying to us on so many levels. Where might I start over these next two hours, almost an hour and 50 minutes now? Where might I start to um, to expose and warn you? You good people about this toxic world that we live in. Where can we start? I mean, it's so much. We took off last week for President's Day, and so we've got two weeks to go. And I'm just sitting there thinking because I'm dealing with so many things, good and and bad, quite frankly. And I hope that's the case with you. Solomon put it that way in the day of prosperity, rejoice. And I am certainly rejoicing in God's prosperity in my life on on a level of a number of platforms, good news in several quarters. But we are still dealing with some extremely problematic uh, sociological, geological, um, spiritual and psychological problems in our world. Very, very important for us to be aware about. And if you are keeping up with the the theme that we are holding at Grace, to arise, move and go, we must be alert and we must be obedient because men and women are being trapped by systems that are designed to mitigate your freedom and to hinder you from op- um, operating at the highest levels of, uh, of success in your walk of faith as you possibly could be. I guess the first thing that I'm going to tell you about this toxic world that you and I are living in is that you must not misinterpret the bizarre weather patterns that we are experiencing as normal, as natural, or as organic. 
You must not think about these are like, you know, the good old days, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Nothing is further from the truth than that. Um, the more I investigate and peruse the uh, the data, the information, the resources, the presentations that are out there for your learning, if you um, if you made right choices to inform yourself, the more I am aware of what the Bible means in the book of Genesis chapter six, as well as Revelation chapter 11, where God punishes the nations for corrupting the earth. The earth was filled with violence and corrupted, and therefore God destroyed it in the days of Noah. I mean, you could really press into that. You and I are preconditioned after so many, many years of being removed from any real sensibility of our physical world that um, we are fundamentally detached from it. And being detached from it, we are much more vulnerable to a synthetic modified version of reality uh, for which you and I do not detect the ongoing, um, I guess the way we can put it is Truman story, the Truman show, as you know, I shared this with you a couple of years ago, warning you about the fake news of the, the COVID scam. And many of you are waking up to that reality. Well, we've been in one for a long time. <clears throat> many historians would argue that we've been in one since the fall of mankind. And I, I think there's some merit to the fact that uh, Satan's control over humanity, apart from the grace of God, is one where he constantly fabricates false worlds, bring men and women to play their part in the show, in the program, on the stage of life, and uh, and project distorted images of reality that are propped up by figments of the imagination of those who are in control and then perpetrated by ignorant men and women who don't know the difference between the truth and a lie. That being said, um, you and I have had this weird weather front coming our way over the last couple of days. And um, your your um, bought and paid for by big pharma geologists will tell you that this is normal and natural. And these kind of things happen cyclically and there's nothing to be looking for here. It's a mode of distraction by virtue of uh, normalcy bias. But I'm going to tell you now, do not do not eat the snow. I know some of you are going to be running up to Mount Diablo and other spots because it's cold, unnaturally cold, uh, and there's snow up there. Don't eat it. And if you want to, you know, you can try to set that snow on fire and turn it into water. See what it does. Had a dear friend of mine warn me about this last year. He moved up to uh, a portion of Northern California and it was cold enough for there to be snow on the ground. And he said, hey, Jess, let me show you something. He took a big ball of snow and tried to set it on fire. And guess what? It didn't melt. Uh, it didn't melt. It evaporated like gas, which means there are other compounds and chemicals in that snow that came down from the sky, which many of us know our skies have been seeded, seeded with so many chemicals. And that's the reason I'm saying don't let your kids play in the snow. Don't let them eat the snow. Wear gloves and caps and all of that. And if they're thirsty, give them um, clearly um, approved water, uh, bottled water. And the reason why is our earth is contaminated by the violence of men. Um, just a major, clear, obvious uh, chemtrail producing chemical ice 
formations that are a product of the false clouds that you see out there uh, perusing our skies all the time. Do not eat the snow. It's not real. Has no real moisture in it. It's chemically induced and toxic for you. Uh, and these these weather patterns are, are clearly man-made and they are brought to you by your industrial military complex in conjunction with the fake media's Orwellian news, misspeak, false definition, properly called propaganda. Don't eat the snow. <clears throat> and... Um, you know, just wake up to the reality that there is a lot of busybodying going on by our government to um, create conditions. I talked about this on Sunday, too. I was sharing with my congregation that Revelation chapter six, where it talks about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the white horse, which is the gospel, not the Antichrist. The Bible's about Jesus. The white horse of the gospel, the red horse with the sword is that of war. Jesus said that in Matthew 24, 6 and 7. The black horse of the scales is referring to inflation, deflation, famine, which precedes death. And when you understand the four horsemen carefully, you understand that the vast majority of famines that go on in the world are not naturally organic famines that are a consequence of depleted water sources uh, as a consequence of just geographical misfortune, misfortune, but rather they are the byproduct of the evils of nations against other nations. And uh, putting those other nations in danger by either plundering the resources cutting off the water sources for themselves or driving uh, mass people groups into desert areas where they couldn't possibly live if if, if God didn't uh, provide for them in the way he provided for the Israelites through their journey uh, in the wilderness. And this is this is what we have come to know. We have come to know that famine is a consequence of besiegement on the part of nations that are seeking natural resources and destroying people and destroying countries and and uh, leaving them destitute. Uh, and, and that is what's going on. This is why Jesus says, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do not be afraid. These are the beginning of troubles. They will last at least 2000 years. And they have up to the present time from the, from the year 1833 to now. Uh, that's a long time, almost 2000 years, uh, short thereof by 20 years, almost 2000 years. And so I, um, by 10 years, I would say this to you that you and I need to just start waking up to a lot of things. Again, you're dealing with a bunch of chemicals in the air, a lot of chemicals in the soil, a lot of chemicals in your food, a lot of chemicals in many directions. And therefore, uh, PJ is going to tell you to continue to build your immune system with really healthy products. Keep your protocols going because we are stated by the um, pharmacolonialistic structures that we are going to go through a season here the next couple of months of uh, what they would call normal flu seasons, but they know better. Most of my brothers and sisters don't. So you're catching colds and they're they're hanging on for two or three weeks and they're being nasty and they have a little bizarre uh, symptoms to them you've never had before. Take your vitamins, take your nutrients, multiply the vitamin D, multiply the vitamin C, multiply the zinc, multiply the vitamin K, A, uh, B, C, and E. I'm going to read a verse. We're going to take a break and we're coming back. I love the way that David put this in the Psalms. In the Psalms, he reminds us of his observations of the way men behave. And it says, the transgression of the wicked says within my heart, there's no fear of God before their eyes. 
When you look at the way men behave, they don't fear God. For he flatters himself in his own eyes until his iniquity be found to be hateful. The words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He has left off to be wise and he has left off to do good. And that's what we're dealing with in our world today, a lack of wisdom, a lack of goodness, the deceitful hearts of uh, rulers who are in power, and they are being exposed to be men and women of iniquity. I'm going to unpack that more as we deal with a number of topics today. You're listening to Jesse Gistan on the Monday edition of Lifeline, one 367 All the lines are open, one 367 Looking forward to chatting with you after this break. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, we're back. The time is 521 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. I was just listening to the psalmist David speaking to us about the behavior of the wicked. There's no fear in their eyes. And when there's no fear in the eyes of the the wicked and the ungodly, um, they do things and they behave in ways that are um, just unacceptable, like I had quoted from that portion in the Psalms, which was so absolutely apropos. There is, as David says in Psalm uh, 36, verse one, verse two, for he flatters himself in his own eyes. That is, he makes himself look good to himself. He's not really what he thinks he is. This the distortion of reality begins with narcissism. And then it says, until his iniquity be found out, which tells me that when wicked people govern, function, act, behave, portray, project, uh, influence, at some point it becomes uh, toxic and noxious to us. And then at some point they see it for themselves uh, until his his iniquity becomes hateful. It goes on to say the words of his mouth are iniquity and deceit. He has left off to do good. He's left off to be wise. He devises mischief upon his bed. He sets himself in a way that is not good. He abhorreth not evil. He does not abhor evil. He loves evil, embraces evil, and practices it. This describes the world that I live in accurately. This describes the nation I deal with accurately. Aren't you tired of them? I'm tired of them just lying to you, just flat out lying to you. So don't don't eat the snow. That's a metaphor. Okay, don't eat anything that looks white, that looks clean, that looks pure, that looks righteous. Test it. Put it through the fire of God's word and test it and prove all things and then hold fast to that, which is good. That's a good um, carryover into a biblical uh, exhortation. Don't just stick anything into your mouth. And uh, don't don't think it's okay because it looks white. Um, There's a lot of aluminum in the air, a lot of barrel in the air, a lot of strontium in the air, a lot of lot of metals in the air intentionally. And they're designed to to manipulate not only our local weather conditions, but our, our food patterns as well. We know that this is not something being hid. Good men are fighting this in court and the courts are making sure that it doesn't get to the news agencies and people are getting sick because if you get sick, then you go to the doctor. And if you go to the doctor, then the doctor will push the pills that are pushed on them by big pharma. And the cycle continues until you um, lose the quality of life that you are ordained by God to have. Then you get sick and die. The other thing I want to talk about is how it is that the government wants to pay 
the poor people in East Palestine, Ohio, a thousand dollars to just go away. You guys heard about the tanker that was leaking chemicals. And then by the observed, uh, I think, uh, strategy of our, our government, they blew the tanker up, filling the air with toxins, levels of toxins that they are going to for sure cover up when it comes to the media. You will not know. You will not know the immense danger of uh, setting those chemicals on fire and leaving the citizens of uh, Palestine, Ohio, to eat, drink, touch, feel, engage in these chlorinated chemicals that have now produced massive levels of dioxin uh, by the burning and by the ashes. It's a horrific, horrific thing that is going down. And again, you won't hear it in the media. It'll go in the archives. And the only way you'll know about it many years from now is by the Freedom of Information Act, by which many of the good scientists and doctors have risen from the dead again, if you will, and have spoken out against all, uh, again, the um, evil experiments and bad protocols of our government that they continue to get away with. I'm just imagining I'm just imagining that um, those people over the next five or 10 years are going to be sick with all kinds of cancers, um, all kinds of diseases, all kinds of maladies, all kinds of deformations in the babies, all kinds of autism, all kinds of um, mental issues, all kinds of physiological issues, motor skill issues. It's dreadful. It's dreadful. And all they gave them was a thousand dollars to just go away early on. And the governor said, you can stay in your house. You know, uh, everything should be all right. I don't know. Um, Drink the water. I mean, this was asinine, but that's what he said. Now he's backing away from it. But there you go again. Now, the only the only controversy I have with Any group of people these days, especially after the COVID scam, the only controversy I have with people is that it's your responsibility and mine to know when we have had a breach of our public safety. It's your responsibility and mine to know when we have seen or heard a disaster alarm, whether to stay or to go. That's your responsibility. It's your responsibility and mine not to just simply listen to our leaders They get it wrong sometimes inadvertently, but a lot of times intentionally. And we suffer the consequences of how absurd and how offensive it is to tell the citizens of Palestine, we'll give you a a thousand dollars to just go away or at least don't complain and don't bicker. Don't they were going to have them sign some kind of non-disclosure disagreement, um, you know, uh, uh, form to just go away. This is what criminal institutions like Big Pharma and uh, Pfizer and other companies do make you sign these non-disclosure. Uh, uh, contracts in order for you to go away if you end up being a part of or observing some kind of uh, injustice or some kind of criminal behavior by the system. How wicked is that? How wicked must it be for you to have a, a governor, a mayor saying to you, go back to the scene of the crime The scene of the crime is not toxic. It's not poisonous. It's not hazardous to your health, albeit the uh, all of the health department uh, employees and technicians have yet to go in there because they know how toxic it is. But you get to go back and you get to eat, sleep, drink and live in it.
We love you. We care about you. We are your government. This is what you and I are dealing with in our country. And again, my tension, ladies and gentlemen, is around the fact that I'm ultimately responsible when we hear from the, the sort of drone speaking governor of our state telling us, you know, it's OK to do this is OK to do that or you should shut down or you should do this. I'm I'm committed to going beyond him, finding out what's true about his policy, what's true about his notice, what's true about these warnings and what we can really do from legitimate scientific uh, preparation uh, uh, protocols and, uh, and, and materials often that can be found online. You and I have to be responsible for ourselves. No one else will save us. The government is not here to save you. It's here to control you, manipulate you. It's here to make sure that it benefits from your demise. That's just the nature of godless uh, socialist to capitalism. You have to know that they won't be around. They'll, they'll all conveniently take trips to other states, other cities far away from the scene of the crime. They won't walk through. And like I said, uh, EPA, the health department, you're not seeing them going up into those cities. If they do, they will be masked to the hilt. They will be dressed in all of the gear, completely covered, wearing oxygen tanks. But you can walk around and waddle in it. You see what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for the American people to wake up to the behavior of your government. It's just, it's just a wretched, 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 wretched thing. Did you hear this? I got to take another break. But did you hear this? You got these after school Satan clubs that are now popping up all across America in your secular schools. You know, we have after school Christian clubs. Well, the Satanists have saying, you know what, we're, we're going in and we're going to pop up our own after school Satan clubs. Now, I want to talk about that just a bit when we come back, because I see this as another distraction. The problem is not the Satan clubs in the schools. The problem is the schools itself and what they're teaching. And Christians ought to need to they ought to know how to deal with that appropriately. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Your host, Jesse Gistan. Going to take a break, pay some bills. The number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. What say ye? One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, we are back. So glad to have you back again. The number is one 367 Give me a call. Let's talk particularly if you are a first time listener, not listener, but caller. Or maybe even if you are a first time uh, listener as well. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I told you don't eat the snow. There, it's so bad. It's so bad. Don't eat the snow. And uh, in terms of the invasion into our public schools with these Satan clubs, you know, we don't need to get all up in arms um, because to just begin to battle them um, is I what I believe is another government psyop. It's a, a mode of distraction because, I mean, what are they going to teach? That's not already taught in your public school system that that really opposes God. What are they going to teach when we're already teaching that God didn't create us? We are merely the products of an evolutionary hypothesis. We are merely the product of millions and millions of years of a, a kind of uh, 
a cosmic glob uh, uh, transforming itself into some kind of intelligent uh, cosmos. Uh, and as a consequence, we are not strictly image bearers of God and, and made in the Imago Dei, and we are way more than just male and female. I mean, when you've got all of this kind of idiocy going on in the name of real science, and is actually now being uh, framed through a ideological construct called uh, neo Marxist socialism or our critical theory. Um, you, you know this uh, critical race theory. You, you know the kids are way, way underwater in terms of a proper biblical worldview. Uh, and for Satan's uh, host to come in and uh, begin to, uh, you know, use coloring books and uh, uh, white magic and all these other tactics to get the kids happy and uh, and joyful. And, and it appears when you look into these articles that the parents are just fine embracing this nice mode of satanic alternative to the biblical presentation of God, which is what your after school Christian groups have a tendency to do. Come in and talk to the kids about the Bible and help them to understand uh, uh, biblical anthropology, biblical sociology, biblical creationism, and uh in a biblical worldview, I think that's the right thing to do. Morality is so far from our secular schools and, and probably uh, in our Christian schools, too, because many of them are adopting a secular worldview as well. Um, I'm not I'm not too moved by these increasing satanic clubs. They are markers, real markers and indicators that we are an apostate nation. Uh, we have we have departed from God. Something really curious. It was funny. I just I'm just going to share with you. You know, when you have when you have email, <clears throat> you have wanted company and you also have unwanted company. I quote, the big lie is that losing excess weight is about eating less. You know, my ears perked up when I heard that. The big lie is that losing excess weight is about eating less and working out more. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I thought, uh, that it's about calories or some kind of magical bullet food that that it all that it was all for you. Um, that construction doesn't sound right of some kind of magical bullet food that does it all for you. Now, I would certainly love that. Wouldn't you? I would certainly love some magical bullet food that I can take and lose weight to eat and lose weight. I mean, that would be like one step before heaven in my in my view. So if you're like the many people I've talked to, you've already experienced how cutting back deep on calories, eat wheat, gluten, carbs may have worked for a while. Yet you ended up stuck inside a hamster wheel. So you see he's selling me on something, right? Stuck in a plateau that won't budge at all and causes you to lose your mind. So, you know, that doesn't work. Well, I'm not quite there, but I kept reading because I was interested in being able to eat more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and lose weight. Now, I understand the I understand the, the problem with that proposition. Now, here's the truth, he says. The truth is, it's not calories. It's not a magic pill. It's not a magic workout. It's all about your fat cells being able to open up and let go of what's inside of them. Now, that's real scientific, isn't it? Tell my fat cells to let go of what's inside of them. I, listen, it sounds so good, doesn't it? which is why I recommend to you, eat anything you want. That's what my ears really perked up. Eat anything you want and don't beat yourself up if you don't exercise. 
Do you understand what he's about to set the vast majority of people up to do who would even begin to contemplate this? Eat anything you want. Don't beat yourself up if you don't exercise. The creator of the treadmill. (laughs) He died at 54. Oh, okay. I guess there is some absolute correlation between creating something and dying from it. The creator of the treadmill died at 54. The inventor of gymnastics died at 57. So I guess don't do the treadmill and don't do gymnastics. Meanwhile, the founder of KFC died at 94. And the cigarette makers of Winston died. uh, The cigarette maker of of Winston died at 102. Now, again, if one were to take on these really uh, superficial propositions and somehow build into them an axiom of integrity as if somehow they make sense, then, yeah. The truth is, as he goes on, a living living a long, healthy life isn't just about broccoli and walking, walking 10,000 steps a day. It's about enjoying your life. We get that. Broccoli's good, though. I mean, I, I had some this weekend. It was really good. I love walking. I walk way more than 10,000 steps, and, and I still enjoy my life. That's kind of weird, isn't it? So if enjoying my life means you don't have to walk 10,000 steps and you don't have to eat broccoli, Does it follow that if I walk 10,000 steps and eat broccoli, I don't have an enjoyable life? That's why I never beat myself up when I enjoy donuts, pasta, or pizza. You can see how that particular advertisement really drew in a lot of people. I'm not not super uh, enamored by uh, donuts, pasta, and pizza. I will dab here a little here, a little there. I just do this right before he says it's safe. There are no side effects. It's backed by over thousands of research studies and it works. Over 1,387,156 regular folks just like you are erasing flab and fat like it never existed. Now, I know, I know you're going to say, Jesse, you better tell me exactly what this is. But I'm not I'm not going to tell you what it is because he didn't tell me what it was. He didn't tell me what it was. He told me I had to follow him down this rabbit trail of a bunch of email gates into the matrix of being able to eat what I want and still lose weight. And I just wasn't interested. I I think I like walking. I actually like jogging until, you know, every now and then I get a little bit of tendonitis. Uh, and I definitely like eating. I, I really do. I, I think eating is uh, spiritual. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to follow him into the rabbit hole. But if you went down into the rabbit hole and you found this particular food, he says you can eat and then you can eat all you want to or drink this particular something. You can eat and drink all you want to. Uh, you're going to live to be 94 like the founder of KFC. Um, you can email me just one thing, the name of that product. Don't don't take me down a rabbit hole. OK, just don't take me down a rabbit hole because I actually like walking and I like being in the sun and I like uh, coming to truth claims from uh, arduous work. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, sadly to say, there's, you know, yet again, another incident where a very young athlete has died suddenly of a heart attack and nobody wants to ask the most common question that was asked every day by all institutions, restaurants, airports, doctors, and many more last year. 
You know what that question is. Today, you can ask that question if a young person dies and they're popular or maybe an athlete, uh, um, someone in the media, someone uh, in academia. You can't ask this question because you are now betraying the trust of the government. The government told you to trust them. And don't you ask this question because to ask this question is to bring into jeopardy the newspeak of our Orwellian system, which tells you it can never be that whatever question you're going to ask what's happening to these people it could never ever be that so don't ask that question um and do you know what that question is it's really funny you know the answer too don't you one triple eight three six seven five three two eight two nine what is the question that they do not want you to ask upon the unsuspecting death of someone who was formerly healthy who uh, was engaged in a lifestyle that it demonstrated the necessity of a well heart. What are the questions they don't want you to ask? One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Well, what I did, and I'm going to just read a few of these before my break. These are humorous. I don't do this much because I'm super busy doing other kind of uh, labors and research and structures of outlines and studies that deal with a lot of stuff theologically and mostly social psychologically, but sometimes very much um, in the vein of some of the stuff we're dealing with today, because your Bible addresses it. But every now and then I, I read some of the, uh, what are they called responses in the, uh, in the email responses, I guess what they are like Facebook responses. Listen to this one. He says, uh, in the years before the pandemic, there were 143, 787 heart attacks and deaths with in the first year of the pandemic, this number had increased by 14 percent. Um, the excess in acute myocardial, uh, myocardial uh, infarction, really infarction associated mortality has persisted throughout the pandemic, even during the most recent periods. Mark, this guy's name is Ledweight. Also, I didn't know this either. These cats got some really funny names. But I think lead weight is on to something. One more before we go to break. Um, this guy's name is It's Getting It Real, 549. He says, I bet he was. And do you know what the word is? Yet no one is going to investigate all the sudden deaths. We only hear of it when it happens to athletes or actors. Maybe they are the lucky ones to expire fast instead of suffering, not knowing what is causing that particular symptom. Many, 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 many good ones that are uh, on here that are being shared. And that goes to show you how the consciousness of many people are rising when these anomalies occur where young people are just falling over dead or folks are getting sick and they can't recover. It's sad, but there cannot be a silence as if there is no cause that we're just dealing with a phenomenon. We cannot do that. We cannot stick our head in the sand. It would be wrong. It would be sinful. We are our brother's keeper. We must tell the truth if we know it. one 367 If you care, you share. Silence is violence. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we are. The time is 5.50 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Let me keep reading a few of these uh, responses to this article by, an, uh, by a news publication called Resist. 
And uh, I'm sure you're going to answer it. I'm just now picking up on your calls. I think I got one line open, one 888 But I, I love the insight that these people give because, you know, these are real human beings. And with this technology, we get to listen to, to them talk in a uh, non-varnished way. I mean, when you just give sort of a comment section read, unless you are some kind of, uh, you know, twisted person, you just share what you know. Um, the language here by one Durlack, uh, he says, I have a really good idea. <laughs> this is a good business model. He says, become a member of Congress and buy stock in a company that makes products <laughs> of some kind. Make laws that require more and more people to use the products produced by the company you partially own, but not you. Use the legal system to punish people if they don't. And this here is called the Nancy Pelosi business model. Now, see, again, if you guys are sharp, insightful and know what I know, you ought to know what this guy is saying. Become a member of Congress, buy stocking companies that make products and then make laws that require more and more people to buy the product. But you don't use it yourself. You see why we call our government, our government, a wicked government, you guys. Uh, when you listen to Second Samuel chapter 24, explain the qualities of leadership. Second Samuel 24, around verse two or three, he that ruleth over men must be just. They must be righteous men and women. The one that rules over men must be judge, just, ruling in the fear of God. They must fear God. And I told you, David says the fear of God is not in their heart at all. And we know this by their sinful behavior. When human beings continue to persist in sinful ways, they don't fear God. So leadership has to fear God. People that are in positions of leadership must reverence God, must fear God. God must be their boundary. Uh, otherwise, it's a problem. I love this next one. This one is by uh, Lucas. He says, my son is an NCAA Division I athlete. That means he's a top-notch athlete. He quit his team because of the poison injection mandate. He was widely criticized by some, by some things, but some things are not negotiable. And then uh, later on, uh, Anem one or Anemone said, your son was among the bravest Americans sticking to his principle, surely the result of positive parenting by solid role models. Um, hopefully those two correspond, but certainly that young man is wise because there are so many people um, all of a sudden becoming unable to engage in the very sport or skill set that they have practiced all their life for I wonder why. Um, one more. My wife and I were both threatened with our jobs. If we didn't, we work in healthcare, and our CMO was actively persecuting those who refused the. We were firmly committed to losing our jobs and everything we worked for our whole lives rather than and so forth and so on. So there you go. You've just got lots of people stepping up to the bat. Now that uh, Elon Musk has been able to uh, reacquire a sense of um, free speak in our world. And uh, I'm gonna start taking the phone calls. Now I'm going to line number two and talk with Jermaine in Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Oh yes, I'm here. Hey, how are you, man? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, you know, what, what prompted me to call is I actually have been meaning to ask you 
uh, your thoughts on the whole, whole Palestine, Ohio situation, but you, um, you kind of touched on everything I wanted to say. Uh, you know, you asked who did it, but the question is not being asked. And uh, if you would have watched the news, you would think it was, uh, I, I guess, the UFOs or the aliens. You know, they, they ran segments of that all over the country. And, you know, they, and I, they're apparently very racist because I've never seen African-Americans or Asians or anyone else kidnapped and have these horrible, weird <laughs> stories. But, you know, I think the problem is a lot of people at this point, after going through the last two years, they're they're ready to hear just about anything. You find these people that will tolerate this stuff, which is obvious, just chicanery and nonsense. Listen, let's let's unpack that together because I'm I'm going to take you to the uh, top of the hour, and then I'll get the rest of my callers on the other side of the hour. Let's unpack two things. First of all, if you you know when you heard me make the suggestion, you know, so what is it that just one year ago? Less than that. What is it just one year ago? Everywhere you went, you had to give this answer to a question that was almost a kind of virtue signal for you being a good citizen, a loving, God fearing person who cares about your society. And if you didn't answer this question right, you were a moron. You were a plague on society. You were a curse. You were disgraceful and need to be thrown into the gulag. Today, you can't ask that question when it comes to people being injured, sick or harmed. Injured, sick or harmed or dying. You can't ask that question today. This is absolutely dystopian. So, uh, you know, what what say ye about that, Jermaine? I mean, I'm ready to talk about the um, East Palestine thing, too, because I've been watching that deeply. And I'm very concerned about the evil emitting up out of the uh, metaphorical abyss and the smoke being so toxic that you can't see the sun uh, for days and weeks and months as Revelation chapter nine puts it out. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to engage you in both of those those notions. What's your thoughts? Well, I guess to uh, answer your question, the the, uh, the statement that you keep hearing is vaccinated and boosted. Oh, thank God I'm, I'm vaccinated and boosted. And, you know, I'm going to go get my fourth and fifth booster and whatever's necessary. Right. People um, pretty much got programmed. They got right. conditioned to say whatever they were told to say. Yeah. And a lot of people are afraid to step away from that narrative because once you do, you know, you're kind of outside the matrix and then the robots are coming to kill you now because you you decided to you decided to step away from what everybody else is supposed to do versus what you may you may know you're supposed to be doing. And let me just insert this. There were people who did not get vaccinated who um who were telling people they were and that they were being boosted and all that. So you're absolutely right. This is programming, right? This is straight up programming. What's your thoughts? And, um, and I actually, I know some of those people. I know many of them. And uh, I know some who used alternative methods to, to fake, you know, whatever they had to do to keep their jobs and I know. to uh, hold on to their livelihood. And a lot of them felt like they were forced to do that. But they could recognize things for what, you know, they were. But a lot, a lot of them were afraid to stand up. You know, some people decide to stand on principle alone and just kind of go with that route. Uh, I do find it interesting, though, the people who I have a respect for, don't admire the things I used to do, or former criminals. Right. I find that people who were in organized crime, who were in prison, who are used to systems, 
they could recognize what was going on a mile away. You know, Michael yes, Francis, the former mob boss, he, uh, him and some other people called it Machiavellian principles. And people can see this stuff going on, but not everyone, again, wants to go against the machine. Excellent observation, bro. Excellent observation. And people just heard you use another uh, large syllable word, uh, Machiavellian, and they need to just do a, a brief Google search on Machiavellianism because it has everything to do with be manipulative, deceitful, coercive, um, uh, double speak, everything that um, uh, or- Orwellian prophecy has yielded um, as a, 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 a mechanism by governments to control, lie, distract, and dominate people. People groups. Very, 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 very good. I like your observation about the uh, the robots, too. I, I thought that was strange over the years. You know, it seems like the only people that they seem to be hijacking and, and taking out into space, you know, are, are middle age and older age white people. Uh, they just seem to be racist against black folks and Latinos and, and Asians and our colored people. I think that is great. We need to actually start, you know, suing them or, or punishing them or seeking uh, critical race theory justice against the aliens because they need to start uh, being much more diverse in their uh, capture of citizens uh, and, uh, and and seeking to control them. Listen, man, thanks for the call. Glad you guys are participating with me. Um, it's funny and it's not. When I come back from the break, I'll continue with your calls. Two lines open, one 367 We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 